WFH with two guys. Now here's Benny and Dennis. Dennis, I know that a big part of being able to look at any business, especially if you're a startup organization, small organization, is we have to take a look at the best ways to be able to transact and be able to have, receive payments. Obviously, that's a great part of our business. We want to receive payments. And for many of us, we have the ability to take checks, maybe some ACH transfer. But in some instances, especially if we deal with consumers, the credit card is a vital part of our business. It's a big piece. And then um, you, you find out, you know, as a startup, you have to take all three. Mm-hmm. And then once you get going, you start realizing around those credit cards, there's fees that you get charged that yeah. you kind of know, but it's like, you don't really think about it until you look at one month and all of a sudden it's like, wow, there's three, four or 5,000 bucks of fees going because my business has grown. And it's like, wow, that's money that I know I got to have, but it's like, I just feel like I'm just giving it away. And it's like, is there some way out there better to do to lower that cost? Because we're all trying to figure out how to keep costs down and do things more effectively. Yeah. So today's guest, Lee, is going to give us a little bit of insight on what credit cards are all about, a little bit about history, maybe some things that we can do. Lee, thanks for coming on the show today. Let, let me ask you a little bit, you know, as a kid, I remember my parents taking out their plastic, the, you know, back then it was Visa and MasterCard. And I remember Diners Club even in, in that world. What, tell us a little bit about what, what, is, what is kind of the history of credit cards? What, where do they come from? What do they do? Well, you know, uh, my dad used to keep a credit card in a safe. Mm. And when we would go on vacation, he would take it out of the safe and then take it. Uh, with us on vacation, so they weren't used. A lot of businesses didn't take them, and through the years, Visa and MasterCard have done a really great job in promoting the use of Visa to both consumers as well as businesses, and um, if you're old enough, you remember when banks had ATM cards, Mm -hmm. so it said ATM on the card, and then Visa said, hey, you know what? We could put brand that with a Visa or a MasterCard logo, attach it to a bank, a person's bank account, and then they could go shopping with that in stores that take credit cards. Hmm. And so that is, and then they, of course, developed, hey, we can um, offer credit cards that have rewards, free Hmm. air miles, free hotels, um, you know, 3% cash back on, at the end of the year on anything that you've spent on a credit card. And that, um, those, those point, those, those freebies are not given away. A business pays for those hmm. in fees. Yeah. And, and so I do remember that. And, uh, you know, Dennis, I even know that we'll go and, and, and my wife and I say, which credit card to use because we want to get you know, miles or points or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. I, that's a, that's a big part of my world for sure. And, and, you know, that's a, that's a nice, nice to understand that that's, you know, I believe you made a really good point that I know that when I, my wife and I owned a, uh, a restaurant about 10 years ago and part of what we had to do is just a given. We had to take credit cards. And I remember looking through our reports and I saw it was exactly at this time back in 2012 or so, 
it was 50% people who would pay in cash, 50% would use credit card. And if we didn't take credit cards, there's no way we would have been able to exist. So it's a very powerful mechanism of commerce today. So, you know, this having been just part of what we have to deal with, a lot of us don't really give much thought about the fees, especially if we're just starting out. We're just looking to try to get some revenue. But if you take a look at some of those statements, you're actually realizing that there is a, a good hefty amount of uh, of charge. You see that, Dennis, in any of your business too? Do you ever take a look at I, some of yeah, those? I mean, that, that's that's how I started looking at it because I, I use QuickBooks a lot. Mm-hmm. And so all my invoices go out through QuickBooks to my customers. And, you know, like you're saying, I offered either they could pay with check, they could pay with ACH, or they could pay with credit card. About a third paid with credit card and a third check and a third ACH. But that credit card fee with QuickBooks is like 3.9, almost 4% on mm-hmm. some transactions. And so at first it doesn't seem like a lot, but all of a sudden I had some clients that were shifting and becoming a much bigger piece of my pie. And that percent got really large and or that dollar amount got really large each month. And I met Lee back last spring and we were just talking about credit cards and she mentioned what she did. And that's when the conversation came up that, hey, there's a different way to attack this and, and to look at this. And I had the opportunity to, to partner with Lee um, to look at mine and help me make that change early 2023 that I don't have to pay those fees. And, hmm. you know, Lee brought it to our attention. There's some things that have changed. And Lee, kind of share with, with the audience what has happened here, especially in the U.S. If you're somewhere else in the world, maybe it doesn't apply. But if you're here in the U.S., this is important. Okay. So, Several years ago, Visa and MasterCard were interested in uh, universities, utility companies such as gas, electric, water, uh, also government entities. So like if you wanted to go pay your car tags with a credit card mm-hmm. and they wanted uh, the, all three of those different verticals to pay credit cards. And they said, you know, well, we're more than happy to do that, but we're not going to um, pay the fees. And Visa MasterCard made an exception for those particular, those three verticals. And other businesses took a look around and said, whoa, wait a minute, why do they get to charge a fee, but we have to pay our fees? And so, um, a long story short, it was litigated to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court said, yeah, uh, you, you can charge a fee, but Visa MasterCard needs to put some guidelines into place. And that took several years. And then technology, because uh, in order to be compliant with Visa and MasterCard, that there are stipulations you have to have signage up at your cash or, you know, where your customers check out or signage within your business, letting your customer know, hey, if you pay with a credit card, you are going to be uh, charged a service fee. Uh, if you pay with cash or check, there is no fee. It's basically kind of a cash discount. This is the you know, service stations have been doing it for a year where they show you a cash price and um, a, a credit card price. So it's that kind of scenario. And um, then technology had to catch up. Um, it has to print out on the credit card receipt. It's not enough that you add it to an invoice. It has to print out kind of like a tip line in a restaurant. When you get your credit card uh, receipt to sign, there is a separate tip line for you to add your tip in. It's the same thing. The service fee shows up 
and the amount that is being charged and what and it's added automatically added to your uh, credit card receipt. Lee, can I ask in in terms of that? And I've seen some of these in some of those stores and restaurants that that I've gone to. Can I, if I if I have a, a uh, you know a, a business, can I just add a fee on there? Uh, am I am I out of compliance if I do that? Am I in trouble? What what happens if I just yes. raise my fees up and and that's oh you're paying by credit card you're going to pay a little bit more? Yes. That's not permitted. No. Okay. No, it has it has you are out of compliance. Hmm. Um, it, mm-hmm. And what happens if I'm out of compliance? What does that mean exactly? Can you, is there any penalty or is that illegal? Well, it's, it's, it's not illegal in the sense that, you know, they're going to come and arrest you. It is, <laughs> it is uh, out of the, you are not in compliance with Visa, MasterCard rules and regulations okay. and how you're supposed to implement this product. And what can happen is that Visa can come in and MasterCard will come in and find you. Oh. And uh, it's a ten. It's a ten thousand dollar hit if you're oh. fine. So it's so it's pre- it's pretty pretty powerful then. So it's like you yeah. better. So it's not smart to, to definitely don't add the line on there. This is where you've got to partner with someone that has the technology that says, "Hey, we're going through this process that the customer is going to pay the fee, but they have to be there's a process and and." rules that have to be followed. You can't just automatically, arbitrarily just switch it. And I know like with QuickBooks, they don't offer that. QuickBooks only charges it back to the person selling the product, not the person that's buying the product. That, that, that is correct because technically you as the business owner are not adding the fee. The processor is adding the fee. Those, hmm. those fees that are collected are never deposited into a uh, merchant's business account. So that in there lies the difference. If you are charging the fee, then all of that money is going into your account and you're trying to offset your fees that you pay. And now hmm. you're in a position where you're also paying a fee on the percentage that you're paying. You know, you're yeah, I'm going to recoup a little bit of that money, but you're still paying to get paid. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- this is this is fairly new, isn't it? I mean, I I don't remember like five, ten years ago this kind of being the case. Is what kind of made this service fee happen? What, what's what are some of the, the things that you know that is, is it a fairly new thing, Lee? It is a relatively new thing, but what really made what really drove uh, the interest in it was COVID hmm. because during COVID people were shut down. Businesses, uh, restaurants come to mind as well as, you know, a lot of other businesses were shut for business or trying to figure out how we can stay in business, still offer our products. But, um, you know, with some restaurants were really the first one that like, okay, you know, cause now they're paying, extra for takeout products because you can only take out and so now their 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 costs are have gone way up just in uh, uh, products to put their food in so that customers can take it out so they were looking for ways to cut their costs stay in business keep their doors open and um 
and they were really, in, to my way of thinking, we really saw a soar in that particular vertical for for restaurants, caterers, mm. things like that. Um, so uh, that, that's what really started driving it. But this has taken off in a ton of verticals. I mean, one of the largest uh, sectors are pets, pet-related businesses, pet supplies, pet groomers, pet people who board pets veterinarians um so you know you you sometimes i'll hear well I'm, I'm afraid i may lose a customer but you know people did not stop flying when airlines decided that they were going to charge 25 or 50 dollars for a piece of luggage mm -hmm. yeah yeah and lee i know you know with my clients you know you helped me roll out a letter to them all and, and we we gave them choices so they could still pay with check um they could they could pay with an ACH payment, which that's that's the biggest win for both. You get your money quick, and the fees even smaller, and they don't have to pay a fee either. So, and then the third one was those that needed to pay with credit card. And so, you know, if you word it correctly and you communicate, people understand it. And it's not like you're forcing upon them. You're you're giving them, giving them choices of how they choose to pay and how they choose to do do business. Well, you you're right, Dennis, because I. You know, it's, it's like I said to you when you and I were talking about it, it's how you message it. It's how employees are trained. It's how uh, it's, you know, based on how you message it as a business and how you train your employees to perhaps overcome or answer objections uh, will make you successful in the rollout of this uh, product. Hey, hey, Lee, I would imagine that this type of, uh, the, you know, this way of doing business and being able to transact, uh, you know, does this work with all businesses? I mean, are you seeing that this works in some uh, type of businesses better than others? Or what, what, what's kind of your observation on that? I, I honestly have not found a business that this could not work in. Okay. Uh, retail, restaurants, B2B, e-commerce, uh, car dealerships, you know, high-end tickets, um, low-end tickets. I, I mean, I really do not, have not found a industry where this would not work. I mean, the other thing too, I, you know, think about, you know, with, with inflation and everything else going on, people kind of are... If you can, you can almost spin it with, Hey, we're not raising our other prices. We're keeping our, we're holding our product costs flat. But if you choose to pay with credit cards, you're going to pay a little higher price. But if you're going to pay with cash or um, write a check or ACH, you can get, you can still stay the same and not have any inflation. So it's, it's kind of a way to kind of help those that want to pay one way, not have to have take the price increase for everybody. And that's kind of what I saw. Exactly. Um, I'm, I've had uh, spoke with someone who owned a restaurant and um, his whole thing was if I raise my prices, my cash paying customers are penalized. Right. And the reason I'm raising my prices is because of my credit card fees. And something that people need to understand is um, credit card um Visa and MasterCard have rate increases, a minimum of once a year, if not twice. Now, that doesn't mean that they're across the board on all, all of their 
different types of credit cards that they issue. I mean, a reward card may not have a increase while a consumer card may have, a, you know, a couple of pennies or something like that. But that all reflects on a business's bottom line. And additionally, Visa and MasterCard have gotten really, really good. And I'm going to tell you, American Express and Discover as well. But my, my main thing is I work with Visa and MasterCard. Um, about issuing new and improved different types of cards. Like originally we just had consumer cards and that now we've got reward cards, we've got business reward cards, we've got debit reward cards, and all of those are, those reward cards are more expensive. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Let me, let, let, you, you mentioned something a few minutes ago, Lee. I wanted to make sure I asked that. How, how, do, the, how do the deposits look? And, you know, I guess with this particular... Uh, service offering that you have, yeah, you would say that you're going to be paying a fee on top of a fee if you raise rates. How's that? Does it? Is it separate? Is it different? How do, How does that exactly work? And how's it look to the owner? Okay, so if an if a business does fifteen thousand uh, dollars worth of transactions in one day, fifteen thousand dollars is deposited into their account. The service fee is not deposited into their account. Okay. That's not their money. That's that goes to that the processor is charging the fee. Uh, that is being that is being paid by the consumer. So those fees never those those fees never are deposited into the business. Where before, if you were at QuickBooks, if it was fifteen thousand dollars, and they're taking four percent, it'll be whatever four percent minus fifteen thousand is what you would get deposited or they'll show it as a breakout and stuff. So the, the positive is if your, if your transaction fees are totals are 15,000, you get $15,000 in your mm. bank account instantaneously. It's amazing how it works. Yeah. 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 Some, some business, okay. Some businesses um, are, are do a daily dep- uh, discount, which the, the, the fees taken out before the deposit is made. Um, how the processors, uh, most processors, you know, if you do $15,000 today in transactions, $15,000 are deposited. And then once a month, they will sweep like the first or second business day of the next month, they'll come in and sweep your account for the fees that you owe. This is, uh, is this something, so I just imagine Dennison, this is, uh, uh, something maybe, uh, for, one of our accountant guests that we've had on before, but you know, obviously you don't want to get uh, charged those services as being any type of profit. That's, that's a different line than I would imagine. Right. So that's kind of a cost of doing business. You're not going to get taxed on that. I would imagine. Right. Yes, that would be, that would be for a CPA. Right. Okay. So, yeah. No, I, I'm not really, you don't, you're, I, I don't know how all that works, but no, you don't pay taxes uh it's reported but you don't pay taxes on it because it's a it's a fee that you're not paying so right i would imagine cost of cost of uh doing business cost of goods or something along those lines lee there's so much on this topic i think that it's fascinating and i'm always looking for ways to be able to increase profitability making sure i'm doing the right things for my clients I know that there's so much more that you couldn't touch on here on today's podcast, but if people wanted to reach out and be able to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? It is through email. 
And um, anyone who would like additional information can email me at Lee, L-E-E, at payment, P-A-Y-M-E-N-T, solutions, S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S, T-N.com. Well, fantastic. Lee, that is, uh, that's super uh, awesome to be able to uh, talk to you a little, a little bit more about this. I think this is a really important topic for us. Thanks so much for stopping by today. We appreciate it. Yeah. Take care, Lee. Thanks a lot. We'll talk, thanks, Lee. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us today on Work From Home with two guys. Listen, if you want to get in touch with me, the best way to do it is get in touch by sending me an email, benny at velocitytechnology.group. That's B-E-N-N-Y at velocitytechnology.group. Dennis, if some people think that they need to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Yeah, there's two ways. One is the email, Dennis J, so it's D-E-N-N-I-S-J at worksolution.com. So it's W-O-R-X and then solution, no S at the end.com. Or I'm on LinkedIn a lot under Dennis Jackson and you can search for works or W or also the work from home with two guys were there as well. So would love to hear from you guys and help out any way we can. Thanks for joining us today. And we'll see you at the next episode. You've been listening to WSH with two guys. We'll see you next time.